Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to a brand new week. It's Monday. Sorry about that, boys and girls. I can't do anything about it being Monday, but we can try to make your Monday a little bit better with a brand new Ralph Report. So happy you've decided to join us today. It is Monday, May 11th. And we got a hell of a show lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because Banks Lee's going to stop by. Oh, nice. Our uh, theme park correspondent from Attractions Magazine. Today, of course, Shanghai Disneyland is opening their doors. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with Nothing. that? A bunch Nothing. of people all close together enjoying the Magic Kingdom in oh, Shanghai. Man. Yeah, we're going to talk about the precautions they are reportedly taking mm. to keep everyone safe that enters those gates. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, Banks is going to talk about that. Also, we got your entertainment news. We've got your uh, voicemails, of course, from the Ralph Report hotline. And please never forget, today is Monday, and more often than not, that means Munching Monday. Oh, good. Yeah, you're going to like this I one. I think I will. I think you will, too. <laughs> Let's get the introductions out of the way. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, sitting here in the Batcave with me is... The vice host himself, please make him feel warm and welcome. He is Mr. Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. Happy day after Mother's Day. Yes. How did you celebrate with your lovely bride, Tracy? Um, what did you guys do? What I, exciting Mother's <laughs> Day plans did you get into during this quarantine well, season? Since the quarantine has happened, the mm -hmm. bar has been set very low to do exciting things. Oh, you're off the hook So you don't have to year. do much to really make it look like you've done a, gone out of your way. So uh, I don't know. In L.A., all the parks except Runyon Canyon have opened up. Um, so we drove. I did not know that. Yes, because I think they... Apparently, we're like, Runyon Canyon, it's just too many idiots will go up there and crowd it. But like all the other parks opened up. And so we drove over to Fryman Canyon yesterday. And we just like a little 45 minute walk around the park. And everybody was wearing masks. Everybody was, there wasn't a, wasn't a ton of people there. Everybody mm -hmm. was very respectful. So it seemed like it was working out pretty well. Hmm. So we got like, we got some sun, got the kid, got a little exercise. It was a nice, easy day. And that was Mother's Day. That was Mother's Day. No card, no, uh, no jewelry, we, no diamonds. We don't no... do cards. Cards are. Hold the phone. Cards are ugh. You don't do greeting cards on the holidays? No. Like, she'll send them to her parents, because her parents are big with greeting cards. Because cards are Cute. fun. I, what? It's a waste of money. It's not it's a humongous all. waste of money. It's a lovely gesture I'll to, write a note. to express emotions. I'll write a note with some flowers, but I'm not going to go buy a $6 card that someone else wrote. First of all, if you're paying $6 or $4 for card, or whatever it you're is, you're shopping at the wrong joint. It just seems annoying to put something in an envelope and it never leaves the house. It's the gesture. It's the fact that you went out someplace, <laughs> you looked through all but the it's cards. It's a greeting card. Yeah, you picked one out. You said, oh, mm. this says what I want to say. It's a waste of money. It. Oh, my God. It's a God. huge waste of money. And I always buy the stupid joke ones anyway that she doesn't like, so I just stop doing it. Well, don't do that. Well, How about not doing that? the serious ones are so stupid. Oh, my God. They're so lame. You are the worst husband I am the ever. Great, <laughs> great husband. I am not marrying you. <laughs> I'm a good husband. Oh I buy God. her flowers. I write notes. Okay. I do nice things. I just, like cards. Cards are going the way of the dodo because... Like so many things that are written on paper, no one is uh, doing it anymore. No. It's all text and the emails and stuff. I like the I like the physical experience of holding a greeting card, opening it up, reading the message. I like a nice handwritten note. That's nice, but I don't need a greeting card. You're not getting off the hook just because you write something down on a scrap Why? of toilet that's, paper. That's more special. No, it isn't because it's right there. You got it handy. Not you if pick you, up a pen. Oh, you are the best. <laughs> Love me. That's so, uh, how did you know what my line put was? Put your thumbprint on the bottom. XOXO. Ketchup. <laughs> my God. So none of that for you then. Nothing. No, it's no cards or anything. All yeah, right. And it, Colton, it was his responsibility to make a card. It's his mother. It's not yeah, my mother. But my, she's I the called mother my of mother. your child. Right. 
It's still his mother. That's Mother's Day. Boy, you don't understand women at uh, all. I guess I don't. She lets you get away with that? Yes, because I'm a good guy. Oh, I'm an all-around good guy. Remains to be seen. <laughs> uh, I didn't do anything because I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> See? So I don't have to. My wife and kid went to dinner with uh, another friend of hers who's also in the midst of a divorce and oh, their really? kids. So they had like a divorcee oh, Mother's Day party. There you go. No men allowed. So. That's Well, you got Reg here. Reggie and I just... Uh, Had a bachelor day? We did. I, I poured him a bowl of bourbon, <laughs> and we just went to town. My life's pathetic. Uh, speaking of bourbon, I'll really quickly, thank you. No, you won't. You written me a handwritten note. <laughs> All right. Bone up on your calligraphy. Uh, speaking of bourbon, thanks again to all the members of the spectacular Garmy who showed up to our cocktail party on Saturday. What a blast again that was. Thanks to Steve Ashton for breaking out his little Richard costume <laughs> that apparently he's been holding on to. Did you call him time. a Mexican game show host? I said he looks like a Mexican game show host. <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? Welcome to the program. Um, <sighs> yeah, so it was a blast, and everybody had a good time. And Hannah was there in her towel, and she was. Cassie was there, and uh, all the all the the women, Jen, Jen Schmidt, all the all the girls that all the guys have crushes yes. on are starting to show up at this thing, which is great for business. I got to tell you, yeah, we need more. Well, Jen went down the whole blowjob thing on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, so she did. You're gonna get a lot of fans. Yeah, she did. We need more <laughs> sexy ladies to promote this show because that just brings in the fellas. Just like ladies' night. That's the old school right. uh, technique to get people into the bars. Let right? them in free. Exactly. Charge dudes 40 bucks. So thanks to everybody who showed up on Saturday. A lot of people uh, had a good time, and we're going to keep doing them until this whole thing blows over. So we'll do them forever, I guess. That's what they're telling us. It's, <laughs> it's just the, never, way of life. This is the new normal. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, what else we got going on? I guess that's it, except uh, for Munch of Monday. Let's get right into it because we've got a jam packed show today. Eddie Pence. Was a good boy last week. He he was able to muster the courage to eat the black egg, to eat the hundred-year-old egg. So I thought we would reward him today on Munch and Monday by having a snack cake smackdown. Oh. We talked about this a couple yes. weeks ago. The battle, the age-old battle between the two arch enemies that are ringdings and ding-dongs. Right. Very similar sounding names. Mortal enemies. That's not a, a, a coincidence, by the way. Somebody was trying to push somebody out of the way. <laughs> just neck and neck. These two just hate each other. Just going at it. All rival. It's like the Redskins and the Eagles. <laughs> well, well, you know, it used to be when the Redskins were good. But we're it, back, baby. It is. Uh, it's that age old battle. Ding dongs or ring dings. Which one is better today? We will put that question to bed with a very special Munchin' Monday. It's just another Munchin' Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another Munchin' Monday. You heard it about I know, 400 times. I know, made me laugh again. Oh I hope God. I don't get the runs day. It's just, yeah, it's gold. Um, yeah, it's I'm gold. really gifted. Should write greeting cards. <laughs> Munch and Monday. It is a snack cake smackdown between two age old rivals. It is, of course, uh, the Ding Dongs. And for those of you who are two, three, and four star generals, don't forget we always video these so you can watch the video. So I'm going to hold this up to the camera. This is the box of Ding Dongs mm. right there from the Hostess Company. And then we've got the ring dings. Now Ooh. I was bored. I was bored. <laughs> I was born. <laughs> I was brought up on the uh, on the ring dings. On the ring dings. Huh? This was the Philadelphia cake that we had. It used to come wrapped in silver. Yeah. So did the ding dongs. Nah. I don't think ding dongs ever ho -hos came did. in silver. The ho hos did. Really? Yeah. And uh, the old hostess ones. I, I think, think ho hos are a Drake cake, aren't they? No, ho hos are. Here we go again. <laughs> Um, no. Yodels, Yodels were the Drake. Yeah, Ho Hos drinks. came in the silver. Yeah. So we're going to square off these two age-old rivals against each other. A little background, really quickly. The Drake Company started in 1896. Damn, by the way, that's old. In Harlem, New York, and they produced such things as Devil Dogs, Funny Bones, Coffee Cakes, Ring Dings, and Yodels. Mm. The the Ring Ding was launched in 1958. Okay, so they came first. Okay. About a decade later, 1967, Hostess came out. With their ding dong, trying to, uh, you're laughing at dong, aren't yeah, you? Yes, I am. It's trying to name. squeeze 
Drake's out of the market, and the two have been just going head-to-head ever since. Today, we are going to finally answer the question, which one's better, the ding-dong or the uh, ring-ding? Now, look, they're both very similar cakes. They are chocolate cakes that have uh, a creamy, a white creamy center injected into them. (laughs) And then, <laughs> then they're wrapped in delicious uh, hard uh, milk chocolate around the, or I guess it's dark chocolate. Yeah. So they're very, very similar. They're both about three inches in diameter. They look like hockey pucks, and for they've been interchangeable to many people over the years. Not yeah. to me personally. Now I haven't had either in a long, long time. Okay. But for me, I always had a preference for the ring dings. So we'll have to put them up against each other. By the way, the names were so similar that uh, Hostess had to change the name of their cakes in certain markets. Oh, really? Yeah. On the East Coast, especially, they had to call them Big Wheels because Drake's had the the, uh, East Coast market sewed up. And then in Canada, they called them King Dons. (laughs) (laughs) And King Don, I guess it's better than King Dong. But still, it was a weird name for the Canadian version. So, um, and they had that very racist commercial I remember for Chief Big Wheel. Do you remember that? The no. animated the guy who would sell the big wheels on no. on the cartoon shows. No, I probably do if I saw it. I probably yeah. remember. It. And uh, so we're gonna settle it today. Let's bust them open. Let's start with. Uh, this is like a win-win for me. I know. You I can't, can't lose this munching Monday. What do you want to start with? Ding dongs. Let's go ding dongs. All right, let's go ding dongs. Gonna... That's kind of what I grew up on. Really? Yeah. I always found a hostess to be such a. Just a mass manufactured product, and I know they this both are. But Drake seemed more like Drake's homey more homemade. To me. Yes. All right. I think they come in packs of two. So, all right, and we've got some water to cleanse our palate. Nice. In between each, so I'm going to open this up. In the interest of COVID, yes, just nineteen. I'll let you uh, just I'll pick your own off there. My hockey puck. There's your hockey puck. Mm. And here's mine. So this is the ding, ding dong. dong. This is the first time Eddie's put a dong in his mouth. Oh, no, I did it. Shit, you did. This it is. And here, as I mentioned, it looks very hockey pucky. Mm -hmm. They're a little smaller than I remember them being. I don't know whether I got bigger or they got smaller. Well, you did get bigger if you were a child. Yes. All right. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. Mm. Hmm. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That ding dong is pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. A little dry. Well, the only problem with like the, I always have this issue with all these like manufactured pastries. They seem so processed. They taste a little processed. Oh yeah, it's it's like the McDonald's burger. It yeah. doesn't taste anything like a hamburger. Yeah, it tastes like a McDonald's burger. Yeah, and so these cakes don't really taste like cake. They taste like right. ding dongs and ring. But they're still good. I'm guessing the ring ding, and again, this is just uh, purely some bias on my part. I'm guessing the ring ding will be a more pleasurable experience for you. That was fine, but you that were wrong last time. I was wrong when we did the we did what the moon pie, whoopie moon pies, pies and whoopie moon, pies. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll see. Did I hold the ring dings up to the camera? Oh, those are individually packed. They could update their logo. No, that's a little that's old school. That's a little old school. All right. Why don't you reach in there and get your own? So I don't give you COVID. A lot of empty box in there. It is. It's not. So they sell these. Things. These are smaller than the. Uh, these are smaller than. They the, seem smaller than the ding dongs. Than the ding dongs. All right. But these are individually wrapped, as Eddie mentioned. Oh, that man looks good. This chocolate feels a little better. Yeah, it's already moister in my hand. Yeah, that's what she said. All right. Here we go. You ready All for right, this yeah, one? I'll do it. Okay. I think this is drier. It's, it's a little more. The, the chocolate covering the tastes better. more chocolatey. Yeah, chocolate but is the better. cake is drier. Yeah, and the cream isn't as sweet as the, as the ding dong yeah. cream, which I like. I don't like it to be overpowering. Hmm. Hmm. They're both pretty good. <laughs> they are pretty good, but I think I gotta go ring ding again. I think I would go ring ding. Yeah. Just, just ring for the, sweet, the, the, the chocolate. chocolate. The chocolate covering tastes like chocolate. It tastes like you're biting into a, yeah. a candy with um, that hot white cream yeah. bursting in your mouth. <laughs> it just exploded. Which is what we all want. And then running down the back of your throat. So in this particular case, I think my uh, predispositions were correct. You're I right think on ring that ding one. wins. I think the ring ding is superior. Let the battle be over. Let us war no more. But I will finish both of them. Between ding dong and ring ding. Let it be known throughout the land that ring ding... 
does indeed get the crown. It does win. It does win. Snack cake smackdown. It's solely on the chocolate covering. Yeah. It's so much better. They they sold us on the covering. Wow. Yeah. And that is it for today's Munchin Monday. It's just another Munchin Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. No coaster. I don't get the run day. Just another Munchin Monday. I'm not even going to recognize you in I'm a not, couple weeks. <laughs> the more I think about it, I, I think I'm going to be okay. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't lick your fingers. That's like the yeah. dessert after the dessert. Right? Especially with certain foods. Oh, yeah. Especially with that one. You had like a whole little... I had, I had chocolate on my fingertips. <laughs> Man. How do, how do I get that off? Uh, wipe them? No, I it's a waste I of could. chocolate. And uh, ribs or uh, pizza or anything yeah, you eat with your like hands. It's like a little extra pizza after your pizza. It's, it's, you're right. It's a little bonus. <laughs> oh, oh. You're going to be so much happier. I'm going to be just a weird single guy just licking my own fingers, <laughs> getting drunk with my dog. Making toast. And making toast. <laughs> with my new coffee maker, too. I'll be oh, making right. freshly ground the, coffee. Forgot about the coffee maker, man. I used to be sad about oh, this whole thing. All oh, the sanctions are lifted. This is This is amazing. <laughs> All right. Now it's time for us to turn our attention to you. Why? Because you're great, and we love you, and you're the Garmy, and we love it when you reach out to us. So many ways you can do it. You can write us an email, ralph at theralphreport.com, eddie at theralphreport.com, Steve, if you want to talk to Steve Ashton, Steve at theralphreport.com, social media, of course, Ralph Garmin, at Eddie Pence, at Steve Ashton, or... You can do, I've still got chocolate I'm working on here in my mouth. Mm. Or you can do what many people choose to do, which is to leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. It's available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We love to hear your comments, your questions, your feelings, your thoughts. Just got to dial up that number. one eight three three. Hi, Rock. Lost it there at the end. Let me try that again. Hi, Ralph. There we go. Still got some ding dong in your throat. Got to use the diaphragm. <laughs> I hate it when I get dong cut in my throat. I <laughs> uh, love it when you reach out to us. I listen to them all, and then I grab a couple of them, and we put them here at the top of the show in a lovely segment called Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your car. You know, we were just talking about it. Very special Garmy on the line today because every once in a while, as I go through listening to all the calls, the ones that seem to catch my attention sometimes are all from the ladies yeah. in the Garmy. And when that happens, it's very special because then it's ladies' night. <laughs> Love it when the ladies call in and leave their thoughts. Kelly called in. This was for uh, You're So Dumb. Again, we got to make a call here because I don't know whether she was just dumb or her brother was being a dick to her. <laughs> but we'll have to make that decision after we listen to her phone call. Hey, Ralph and Eddie. It's Kelly from Portland, Oregon, a three-star general. Um, I was just driving around um, doing Grubhub, delivering food to every you know to people in my area. Um and I was going down this one street, and there were kind of bumps on the road, and it reminded me of uh, something that my uh, brother told me when I was younger that I actually believed. And, you know, obviously when I got older, I realized, oh, that's kind of really dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I When I was younger, I noticed, you know, the, the bumps on the white lines on the side of the road. Yes. And everything, and I asked my brother, "Why do they? Why do they put those bumps there?" And he told me, "Well, that's for all the that's for all the blind drivers." Um, <laughs> and I thought that you guys would get a laugh out of that. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys are staying safe. 
Uh, LNB. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, you know those bumps on the side of the road? They go, but, 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 but when you go out of the lane, that's for the blind drivers so that they can know when they're uh, when they're veering out of the lane of traffic. It makes perfect sense it's to road me. braille. I don't know. It, it's cruel of her brother to tell her that, but at the same time, you got to know when he says it's for the blind drivers. Oh, my God. I am sorry, Kelly. You are so dumb. Yeah. You are really dumb. For real. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's a genius. That's kind of genius. <laughs> uh, we also got a phone call for Where Did It Come From, the segment where I look into old-time uh, idioms, phrases, things you say every day and you just don't know what they mean. Hey, Ralph. Love you and Eddie so much. Thank Thanks you. for mm. all the laughs. I really cannot thank you enough. But here's one for where did it come from? What is the term doing something on the QT? Hmm. Now, I know it means kind of like a secretive thing, mm -hmm. but QT? QT? Please, Ralph, let us know. LMB. All righty, you asked for it. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? The QT. We all heard it. We've all said it. Let's do it on the Q2. Keep it on the QT, on the down low. Let's do this secretly. Don't let anyone know. Mm -hmm. Why the initials Q and T, however, to signify that? Huh. Hmm. Good question. Yeah. Well, it turns out that phrase started in the 1800s, the mid-1800s. It was of British origin, although it quickly made its way across the ocean and Americans were using it too. But you'd be surprised to know that that phrase came after another very popular phrase in the 1800s that was being used all the time. And we don't use that one anymore because it got shortened to this. The original phrase used to be, let's do it on the quiet you do it on the quiet. You wouldn't let anyone know about the activity you were engaged in. You right. did it on the quiet. And so quiet got abbreviated to QT. Hmm. The QT stands for the Q and the T in quiet. That's why we say do it on the QT. So the QT doesn't stand for anything. It's not like there's two words, one beginning with a Q and one with a T. It's just short for quiet. Why would you have to shorten quiet? I don't quiet? know. I would rather just say quiet than QT. Apparently it became, work. became very popular. Uh, in the mid-1800s, especially in England, because it started to work its way into songs of the music hall days at the time. There was uh, lyrics to one particular song that went, A sweet tuxedo girl, you see, queen of swell society, fond of fun as fun can be when it's on the strict QT. Oh. And that song became popular because talking about a girl getting a little nasty. Right. And so people, they had to rhyme it and they had to rhyme it. So uh, QT. And that's why we do things on the QT. And there you go. There's your answer. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? <laughs> Melissa called in and I feel so bad because that really this really should be my responsibility. Hmm. I shouldn't let someone else carry this burden. And yet I do. She had a question and I'm going to have to rectify this. Hey, Ralph, Melissa, three-star general from the beginning. Um, I'm sorry to bother you, but I was just trying to figure out, is there somewhere where the one-hit wonder list is posted or a link to it? I was on your Ralph Report website and I couldn't find it. And I had some ideas for one-hit wonder, but then I didn't want to, like, waste your time and calling on stuff that's already been done. Thank you. Um, all right. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Thank you, Melissa, for thinking of my workload and not wanting me to have to deal <laughs> with something that we've already done before. Yes. But the truth remains... I should be putting a list out there so that people can refer to it and see if I have already talked about yes. one of their favorite one-hit wonders or one of their favorite favorite TV theme songs. At this point, since it's over 100 songs at this point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's out there. There's a guy who's doing it. He lives in Scotland, and his name is Craig Stewart, and he's got a website called thetryingscotsman.co.uk. And on that website, he has complete up-to-date lists. He updates it every week. Of all the one-hit wonders and all the uh, TV tunes Tuesdays. Right. So if you're interested, you can check out Craig's um, website. It's very fun. It's a very fun website anyway. But again, it's the tryingscotsman.co.uk, and you go into the uh, podcast section there, and you can find that list. And I'll put those links up. But really what I should do is take that list off his hands yes. 
and I should update it and we should put it on the Ralph Report. Yes, Ralph website. Or at least put a link on your website to that site. And I've said this before. I am not <laughs> good. And my workload, I get easily overwhelmed. And sometimes just putting the show together every day becomes a monumental task yeah. to me. So I sometimes let the other important things kind of fall by the wayside. But this is absolutely one that I that should. That seems like an easy fix. Though. I should take this onto my broad, yes. muscular, manly shoulders <laughs> And just get the job done. So, <laughs> Melissa, sorry about that. Thanks for asking. Thought, well, how considerate is she, too? She's like, well, I don't want to ask for something if you've already done it. Right. Most people wouldn't even give a no, shit. No, they just go ahead and call and waste your time. Not our Melissa. She's very considerate. <laughs> we love her for that. Um, it was funny. During the cocktail party, someone came up with the idea, hey, are there any segments that you used to do that have fallen by the wayside that you'd like to revive. Right. And I really couldn't come up with one. And then I got this phone call yesterday, and I was thinking, well, we used to talk about these all the time. Hi, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. I love you. Thanks. I need your help. I have these recurring dreams that usually involve being at work or right. in someone else's house right. or in a big building where I get lost. Mm -hmm. And the common theme is that I have to poo. I usually end up either finding a bathroom that there are no doors oh, or there's no. no bathroom. Oh, no. And I have to poo somewhere weird, oh, like in no. the fridge, oh, in my work break room. Fridge, by or way. in last night's dream slash nightmare, I had to poo in the middle of a packed theater audience. Oh, no. <laughs> Can you help me figure out why I'm having these weird-ass dreams? Please. LMB. Well, you know, I used to do dream interpretation. I remember that. Show. Yes. It used to be Ralph Garman Dream Weaver. Yeah. I missed that. that. was a good that was I a did, good too. Bit. I used to enjoy those, and then I just stopped getting requests. People stopped asking me about That's dreams. So I'm so glad we can talk about why this girl is dreaming about pooping in a fridge. <laughs> Please. Or in her office break room, or in a crowded theater full of people. <laughs> and by the way, in certain countries, you can make good money doing that, oh, by yeah. the way. Secret clubs here in yeah. L.A., I think you can do I it, think too. you probably could. But I don't think she's calling about that. <laughs> she wants to know, what does it mean? <laughs> dreams. Why does she poop in her dreams? Why? Or why does she have a hard time pooping yeah. in her dreams? Well, she has the urge to poop in weird places, right? Well, no, she has the urge to poop, but she can't find a bathroom right. to do, do it, it in in privacy. That's the, that's the, <laughs> there's the rub, as uh, they say. So. And, but don't rub the poop. Um, that's the problem in her dream. And that's very a very significant part of her dream. Oh, okay. Here's what it all means. Let me unpack your poop for Please. you, if you don't mind. Um. It's, it's symbolic, of course, for the fact that when you poop, you are releasing toxins. You're getting rid of poison inside yes. your body. So the dream is using that as an allegory, as a symbol for the fact that there are things in your life, emotional things, mental things that you need to let go. You got to purge stuff out of your life. Exactly, Eddie Pence. Okay. You literally have to let some shit go. <laughs> and your mind is interpreting that and making it literal in your dream. Wow. So apparently there is something building up inside of you that you just can't seem to find the right conditions to let go. And that's why you're searching for a toilet. But the truth is, whatever it is, emotional baggage you're carrying, whatever pressures or anxieties you're dealing with, whatever old thoughts or feelings or behaviors that you're still holding on to, you're having a hard time finding a way to release those things. And hmm. that's what the symbolism is in the dream. Interesting. Now, even more importantly... She tends to have a hard time finding privacy to do it. She said when she goes to a bathroom, there's no doors on the bathroom. There's right. no dividers. She had to do it in front of a large crowd of people. This symbolizes that she's not getting enough privacy in her life. Hmm. She needs to find some alone time so she can process and let go of these emotional issues, this crap that she's <laughs> dealing with. She has to find some alone time to work on herself and be able to purge herself of all those negatives uh, negative feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. I wonder if that has a, as a result of the quarantine and not being able to, if you're quarantined with someone and not being able to find your own space to sort of just decompress. It's an excellent, excellent possibility. Hmm. But she, sadly, she didn't leave her name, so I'm going to ask you, poop lady. I'll just call you poop lady. <laughs> Please oh. give us your name. <laughs> Please. Listen up, poop lady. <laughs> Give us a call back and let us know if that resonates with you. Maybe there's something going on in your personal life or your professional life and you feel like you need to let go of some stuff and you're just having a hard time. Let me know if you think I'm right in my uh, interpretation of your dream, mm. poop lady. Interesting. And Please we, call me a name. And we'd love to know if, uh, if that seems uh, right to you or not. <laughs> All right. And uh, lastly, we're talking about the cocktail party. Lindsay had a blast. 
And I was so glad that uh, she was on hand. She had a good reason to celebrate. Hey, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie, Steve. Love you. Um, just wanted to call in. Thank you again for doing the happy hour. Uh, I actually got a uh, like a negative COVID test. I got to celebrate with a Garmy yes. um, on Saturday, which was amazing. And I just wanted to make sure this is Lindsay in Arkansas, by the way. Just wanted to make sure we passed along the suggestion mm-hmm. for Eddie Oki. We are family, yes. Garmy style. Like I think it could be great. Yes, let's do it. Love yes. y'all. Mean it. Bye, Lindsay. Lindsay, absolutely. You're right. The Garmy is family. We are family. Mm-hmm. And what what better way to celebrate that? Then to have the musical stylings of yes, Mr. Edwin Pence serenade us with that classic Sister Sledge song, We Are Family. Now, you know, when we do Eddie Oki here on the show, Eddie has not seen the lyrics up to this point. I'll nope. just hand him the lyric sheet. I've got a bed prepared. I will cue him when to start. And then we will all get to celebrate the fact that Garmy is family through the musical stylings okay. of Eddie Pence right. and Eddie Yoki. See if I can do this. Oh, wow. It's time for Eddie Yoki. All right, you ready? I think. And I'm going to cue you when you come in, okay? It's been a minute since I've heard this song. Oh, you know this song. Everybody knows this song. I know. We've all been beaten over the head with this song for 30 years. Okay, I think I got it. What are you doing? In my head, I'm going through it in my head. You're nodding your head like you're in a mosh pit. What is that (laughs) all about? (laughs) Well, you don't need to know the bet. I'm going to give you the music. I know. It's the timing. All right, here we go. Get on the dance floor. Did I miss it? No, you got it. Well, there was two more lines. Oh, was there? Uh, it's uh, okay. I thought we. I thought you just we didn't were wanna, done. You didn't want to go through it. I thought we it's were fine. done. I'm sorry. I, just, I thought uh, I had two more. To I go. apologize. I didn't mean to cut you short. <laughs> I but thought I messed up. In the end, maybe we all maybe we're all a little better <laughs> off. I think we get it. I think we get the general the general sense of the we whole do, thing, don't we? Ladies, thank you so much for calling. Oh. Appreciate the thoughts, especially the Eddie Oki suggestion. <laughs> you were too good. That's why yeah, I had never, to stop you. I've never been applauded off I couldn't before. handle all the goodness. You too can be featured on the segment, but you know what you got to do. Like an encore. <laughs> Sometimes you got to leave them wanting more, Eddie Pence, instead of less, the way it usually works out with Eddie Oki. You know you can be here on the show with us. You got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All righty, now it's time to take a look at the big calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. Every Monday, we take a look at holidays that are associated with this day, May 11th. Believe it or not, every day of the calendar year, 365 of them have multiple holidays associated with them, and we don't think all of them are legit, so we break them down in a segment called Holiday or Holiday. Holiday or Holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Today is World Ego Awareness Day, Eddie Pence. Okay. Ego Awareness Day. Too many people being too egotistical is what these people think, so we need to be more aware of our ego. In the words of the great Dr. Herbert Schofield, egotism is the anesthetic which nature gives us to deaden the pain of being a fool. Hmm. 
That deep, makes man. that resonates. It's deep. Uh, yeah, they suggest that egotism has awful side effects, including abusive behavior sometimes, a blindness to the reality of situations around you, a, a skewed experience regarding interactions with other people. My God, this sounds like we're describing a person I know. in particular. Very in particular. I don't have a big ego. I have the best ego. Everybody will tell you, everybody's saying oh. I have the smallest ego of anybody, much smaller than Obama. Huge ego. I have a small one. Oh. Um, yeah, so they say you really need to focus on it because ego left unchecked can create an inferiority complex, mm -hmm. uh, sexism, a false sense of superiority, addictions, a lack of empathy. Wow. <laughs> the more I list these things. Scary. It is kind of scary. So be careful of your ego. Keep your ego in check. Yes. People. Yes. I would do that, but I'm I'm pretty awesome. You so I don't need to really worry about that because I'm just I've just the right amount of ego. I don't I think you need to relist those again. So we'll give World Ego Awareness about. Day. I understand everything, Eddie. Okay? <laughs> okay. That's how that's what I know. Okay. I have the best All words. Right. right. <laughs> World World Ego Awareness Day. We'll give them a, a bell. Today's yeah. also National Women's Checkup Day. This is the first day of Women's Health Week. Mm. And on Monday, uh, May 11th, they are suggesting National Women's Checkup Day. It is the day of the year that focuses on the importance of regular routine visits to the doctor for women. Now, women tend to go to doctors more than men do, they say. Yeah. Men will often ignore symptoms or just figure shit will go away. Women tend to go more, but they also have more specific medical needs and they require more visits and more follow-ups with their doctors. So... They're encouraging women to get out there and get examined at least yearly. Yeah. Even more so, of course, if you have any symptoms or issues. Seems so. like men need to get that <laughs> too. Yeah. Well, that's what the, usually around Movember is. Oh, that's like right. Movember. Men's that's health man month, time. Right. Yeah. But uh, so, ladies, today is Women's Checkup Day. Get your get your physical. I don't want to say anything, but I was on Doogie Howser, MD. Right. I, I know a lot of stuff. You about have medical medicine, background. So yes. if you can't get an appointment with your actual doctor, right. just saying. You're gonna have just, a, just over here licking my fingers, making toast. So I got a lot of time. You open up hands. a home practice. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's right. We'll do a house call. Only you come to my house. It's a little different. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, take care of your health, ladies. That's all we care about. Today is also National Foam Rolling Day, Eddie Pence. Oh, the foam roller. Yes. Wow, your eyes lit up when I'm I brought aware. up. I have, the a, foam I have a foam roller. Wow, Very I did helpful. not know that. Very Today, helpful with my lower back pain. May 11th is National Foam Rolling Day. It has often been called the poor man's massage. Mm -hmm. You know, you only go to the dentist once a year. You brush your teeth every day, right? So while you can't get a massage every day, they say the foam roller is the next best thing. And it's something that you should do daily. You should use it to relax your muscles, to realign your, your spine, and do all kinds of good things with yeah. a foam roller. Well, I've, I've always had bad back issues, and that that's helped me a lot. Uh, you know, it helps loosen up the hamstrings and stuff like that. Yeah, not only that, they say foam rollers can help reduce uh, fibromyalgia. Yep. Uh, stress, muscle pain, increases range of motion, flexibility, and they come in all different shapes and sizes. Eddie has a real long one <laughs> that's very thick that he uses on different parts of his body. But he really gets in there. They're cylindrical, or you can get uh, foam balls you can use. Yeah, or they have the ones with little knobs on them, so it's rough. Yeah. You like it rough? I like it ribbed for my pleasure. <laughs> I'm going to get you one. So uh, foam rollers, Eddie Pence approved. Oh, yeah. Those are, hand those are handy. All right. Today is also a day to salute one of the most famous TV shows in history. Certainly has one of the most distinctive theme songs of all time. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop... The Twilight Zone. Happy National Twilight Zone Day. Yes. Always observed on May 11th. This day celebrates the groundbreaking television show, The Twilight Zone. Why May 11th, you may ask? Well, of course, it premiered on October 2nd. <laughs> well, you're saying, well, maybe that's the date it went off the air. No, that was June 19th. Then why May 11th? Nobody knows and no one will answer oh, the question. Oh, it's a Twilight Zone thing. It's a mystery. Ooh, yeah. That's even creepier now. 
Fuck you. Come back to me in October. I'm not celebrating a show just on any random day because you picked it. Did you see the Jordan Peele ones, the new ones? I didn't see the I have new not ones. seen any of those, no. I, look, they've tried to reboot the Twilight Zone yeah, a million times. It's just never the same. Yeah, it just isn't. They're, they're all fine, but there was something magical about that time in television history and the fact that it was groundbreaking and the particular actors that were working in it at the time. Yeah. It's just... It's one of those things. All right. So, no, I'm not celebrating on a day that means nothing to the television show. <laughs> Yet, that you know of. Today is also National Eat What You Want Day, Eddie Pence. Finally, a day to encourage Americans just to just to chow down, just to eat whatever they want and not worry so much about the perfect clean diets that most of us have every day. Do we need that in this country? No. Do we need that day in this country? It's the last goddamn thing we need. The most obese country in the world. May 11th, they say, is a day for you to set aside for a day of indulgence. Mm. It's about having one day a year of eating with no regrets. <laughs> eat those donuts or fast food today. Or ding-dongs and ring-dings. Or ding-dongs and ring-dings <laughs> without feeling guilty. Feel free to eat chili cheese dogs, greasy hamburgers, french fries, potato chips, cake, cookies, candy, ice cream. You can enjoy all these today without remorse. That's the problem. Everybody enjoys them all the time with no remorse. Right. Why are these people acting as if I don't we're, know. All, we're all living on kale and spring water? Is there one cheat day? God damn it. Don't encourage anybody to no. eat any worse. No, we're, don't ever we're encourage fine. We're loaded up. cheese dogs ever. Oh, cheese dogs are awesome. Yeah, but you should encourage people to eat them. Chili cheese dogs. They're not good for you. Oh, oh stop. Chili cheese dogs. <laughs> yeah. Mmm. Mmm. It's for Hildy. She likes one Oh, that's grow. right. I forgot. Mmm. No, we're not celebrating eat whatever the fuck you want day or whatever it's called. And speaking of food, mm -hmm. this is the part of the show where we like to run a food past Eddie Pence to see if it's something that he would either eat or perhaps stick up his ass. Like a chili cheese dog. I bet he'd stick one of those. Probably. Or pull out of his ass. <clears throat> Talk about the food. Then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If three of those items come up on the reels in succession, boom, jackpot. Much celebration. Eddie eats it. However, if they're all mismatched, then uh, sadness, tears, uh, gonorrhea. Oh, yeah. Syphilis. Um, alopecia. Ooh. All different fibromyalgia. Kinds of fibromyalgia. Nothing a foam roller can help you with if he, won't, <laughs> if he disappoints us yet again. Today's food holiday is National Mocha Tort Day. It's Mocha Tort Day. Not only is it delicious, but it's fun to say. What's a, what's a mocha tort? Mocha tort. Mocha Pence. tort. I'm going to get right into it. The tort, first Please. of all. Let's handle the tort part. Okay. A tort is a rich cake. Okay. Okay. Usually they're made with very little or no flour, so it's very oh, moist like and very cake. dense. Yes. 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 Those are good. That's a tort. They're often layered and filled with either buttercream or a mousse or a jam or a fruit. They put it in several Don't layers. Put fruit in there. Yeah, no, fruit's hot fruit. But today's tort that we're okay. talking about is the mocha tort. Mocha. Mocha. The flavor of mocha, of course, is a delicious uh, mix between with chocolate and coffee. Those two flavors mixed together. Chocolate and coffee. You whip it into a light, delicious, sweet mousse, and then you put it between those layers of tort, and you got yourself... The mocha tort, as I mentioned, so much fun to say. Even better to eat. Let's see if Eddie will eat it. Here we go. One mocha tort, two mocha tort. I don't want coffee in listen, my dessert. Listen, I, I knew there would be a hitch because of you with your weird-ass coffee thing, which you I drink, by the way. I, I chug espresso for the caffeine. But not for the flavor. It's not strictly coffee. You're mixing it with chocolate and milk and sugar, and it has. It's just coffee. It's dominates whatever flavor it goes into. It's like pickles or red peppers. What if you put any of that into food? That's all you're gonna taste. What about a chocolate pickle tort? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, you're missing out. Mocha is like one of those flavors. No. Like, have you ever had coffee ice cream? Oh, yes. Now, By man, accident, because man. it looked like chocolate ice cream. Imagine chocolate like, ice cream. It fucking tastes like coffee. Imagine chocolate ice cream and coffee no, ice cream mixed together. No, I don't together. like the taste of coffee. Just... So it ruins it. You had me up until the, the, the mocha part. You need to be fixed. I don't like coffee. You are broken. Mm, probably. And uh, there you go. Sorry, you boys can have and my girls. boca tort. Sorry to start your week off with Eddie letting you down. Don't like coffee yet again. It's holiday or holiday. Holiday. 
I really don't need those ring dings and ding dongs staring at me on eat whatever you want day. That's not a, it's not a, you have a two boxes. Not a good That's look. A lot. Yeah. You know, uh, I had to buy them naturally because we're in quarantine. Yes. I didn't want to go to the store and just make an unnecessary trip perusing no. the aisles for ding dongs and ring dings. Yes. Because what happens if you get there and they don't carry that particular thing? What am I going to four stores to find <laughs> no, snack then you're cakes? Just, no, you're infecting everybody. Right. So I had to order them online. Yeah. And the thing is, when you order food, specialty foods in particular online, often there is a minimum. Oh, God. So you will be leaving here with some fabulous parting <laughs> gifts. How many did you have to get? For your son, Colton. <laughs> he's going to be... He's going to be knee-deep in ding-dongs and ring-dings for some time. Oh, that's not good. Because i got to get him out of the house. Because here's the other side about living alone now that Carrie is uh, is vacated. And if if I'm sitting there and I'm watching television, I'm fine. Yeah. But after a couple cocktails, once my inhibitions start to drop <laughs> a little bit, my mind starts to wander to, hmm, something sweet right now would probably be yeah. uh, hit the spot. And you clean out a box of ding-dongs. That's the problem. Because then I have the first ding-dong, like, holy crap, like, I haven't had one of those in a while. They're so little. What's Next thing you know, it's just two? crumbs down the front of my shirt. <laughs> and I'm just bloated with my pants undone, just belching up ring-dings. So mm. they got it. They got to go. So you'll be taking those home with you. Great. All righty. Now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Ah, sad news. We lost another legend to coronavirus over mm. the weekend. Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy, the legendary magic act and uh, animal trainers. He passed away from coronavirus at the age of 75 there in Vegas. Of course, he was already in ill health because he had uh, a tiger bite his head off on stage. Yeah, dragged him off stage. Yeah. yeah. So, sadly, he has now uh, passed away at the age of 75. No one is sadder, of course, than his longtime partner, Siegfried. Now, I don't believe they were romantic partners. I believe they were just pals. Yeah. I believe they're both gay gentlemen, but I don't think they were ever in a relationship together. Or if they were, yeah, probably it not. wasn't long yeah. going. But um, Siegfried said, Today, the world has lost one of the greats of magic, but I have lost my best friend from the moment we met. I knew Roy and I together would change the world. Mm. <laughs> you were entertaining. <laughs> I mean, they were big for a while. They were very they big. They were huge. Yeah, especially in Vegas. Yeah. Like, they were the biggest draw in Vegas yeah, for one time. but change the world. Mm. Hmm. They both loved animals. In fact, here's how they met. Interesting story. Uh, Siegfried was doing magic on a cruise ship. Wow. Oof. Those are... Those are uh, Dark days. There's a bunch of words wow. that no one ever said about me. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up doing magic on a cruise oh, ship. Oh, man. <laughs> that won't help me at all. Uh, they're doing magic, and Roy was working as a steward on the ship. Ooh. And he saw Siegfried, a very talented musician, uh, music, uh, magician, rather, and he asked him, can you make a cheetah disappear? The cat, a cheetah. <laughs> Was that what he called his dick? No. Oh. Stop it. <laughs> and Siegfried said, I suppose I could. Why do you ask? And he said, I've smuggled my pet cheetah on board the ship. <laughs> I bet he had. And I don't want him to be discovered. Okay. And it turns out that they was discovered, and they're both reportedly fired from that cruise ship line, and that's what started their uh, partnership and long career in magic. Wow. Roy had the cheetah. Siegfried was the magician. <laughs> he made it disappear. Two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> hey, sweetie, you want to want to make my cheetah disappear? <laughs> so anyway, that's sad news, right? Because they were yeah, they were talented. Anytime someone dies, especially from this stupid disease, yes, it's very yeah. And like I said, he was already struggling with ill health because although he recovered, he was never really the same again yeah. after what had happened. It was tragic. And another legend passed away. This one really hurt. Little Richard, rock and roll pioneer, has passed away at the age of eighty-seven. You you be hard pressed to overemphasize the impact Little Richard had on rock and roll in the early days. Yeah. He literally shattered the color barrier of popular music. There was music at the time that was known as black music. Yes. Only played on black radio stations. You really had to go out of your way to hear the music of Fats Domino and Little Richard and those kind of guys. And then in 1955, Tutti Frutti broke and just crossed over all the pop charts. They were playing it on all those stations. And he influenced artists like Elvis and the Beatles. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. High energy. He was the guy talking about sex in records when nobody else was yeah. doing it. <laughs> and a list of hits from 1955 through 1957 where he retired in 57. I mean, he came back many times after that. Yeah. But at the peak of his powers, he was only really making records for about two years. That's I put crazy. I put together a little medley. Here's the greatest hits of Little Richard. 
Jesus, man. What a body of work. Uh, 1957, he retired from music because he was having a hard time reconciling the fact that he was a gay man in 1950s America, Uh brought up in a very religious family. He joined, um, he went to seminary school to try to pray the gay away so Uh he could get married and be straight, and uh, that never really took hold, but um, yeah. It was uh, the fact that he was a gay man. I mean, pretty obviously gay man in 50s America. And a black man black in 50s America. Guy, very flamboyant and high energy. I mean, no one had seen anything like him in music history yeah. before that. Oh, so. God, what a tortured life he must have led, though. Man. Uh, yeah, they say he came to reconcile it with himself uh, years later, yeah. but still. Um, doesn't get nearly enough credit, in my opinion. You know, everybody talks about Elvis still to this day and the Beatles and... Uh, Little Richard really was, as he himself would often say, the architect of rock and roll. Yeah. He 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 may not have built it, but he certainly. I mean, a lot of people think of Chuck it. Berry before they think of him too. Yeah, you know, it's, but yeah, he paved the way for Chuck yeah. Berry to, to get his hits. Little Richard was um, one of the best. You could just ask him. He wasn't shy about promoting himself. <laughs> Here's a little clip that I love. This is Little Richard. They brought him out on stage at the Grammy Awards in 1988 to introduce the best new artist. Here's Richard on stage. And the best new artist is me. I have never received nothing. You all never gave me no Grammy. And I've been singing for years. I am the architect of rock and roll. They never gave me not wrong not wrong at all so richard is gone sadly yesterday as i mentioned was mother's day and i was so happy to see olivia jade giannulli make public her mother's day tribute to her mother (laughs) who's her mother oh her mother's Lori lachlan that's right one of the uh one of the actresses who is still battling charges in that college admission scandal as you know it's my favorite fbi sting of all time Operation Varsity Blues. I don't want your life. Yeah, Olivia made a very public posting yesterday on Mother's Day saying, you are my best friend and have held my hand every day for 20 years, making it look like motherhood is an easy job. You are one of a kind, she wrote. Hmm. Maybe she was holding your hand a little bit too long. A little bit. Jane. Maybe a little too much. And she didn't make motherhood look like an easy job. Looks <laughs> like it was a job she didn't really want to deal with very much, so she paid someone else to be, <laughs> to be your parent. That's very nice. I think it's nice that she'll be able to hang that up in her prison cell. Yeah, she can just nice. print print that out and just stick it over her bunk. But they let her take it in. Well, here's the good news from this whole thing is that, you know, Lori Lachlan and her defense team have asked a judge to dismiss charges in the college admissions bribery test say, t- case, rather, saying that misconduct took place between the FBI and uh, Rick Singer, who was the mastermind behind the uh, scheme. And the judge ruled no. The trial will go forward. Her trial date is still set 
for October 5th. So there will be no dismissing of the charges. She will have to face her day in court and then we'll wait and see what happens. I just love how criminals are constantly going, well, no, wait, they, 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 they screwed up their investigation. We should be let off. But right. like, you still broke the law. Yeah, well, that's just because the investigation may not have been squeaky clean doesn't. Ugh. That's the way the law works. You know, they got, they, everybody's got to follow the rules. And I'm glad this judge had the wherewithal to say there may have been some irregularities, right. but certainly nothing worth tossing this whole case. Right. And we're going to let the facts get sorted out in the courtroom instead of in these briefs, these pretrial briefs, yeah. which I think is a great idea. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on this May 11th. Frances Fisher, very talented actress from uh, Titanic and other feature films, 68 years old today. Former VJ Martha Quinn from MTV is 61. Little Martha Quinn is 61. Jeez. Holy crap. Actor Tim Blake Nelson, how great is he? Brother, where, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, he just did that one on Netflix a couple Yeah, of I'm just thinking the, the, the cowboy thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like yes. Buckaroo, no. No, Ricky Scraggs, they no. Bucky, Bucky, Scra Bucky Scraggs, <laughs> Skippy Scraggs. God damn it. <laughs> Please hold. We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. And we're back. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm, okay. And he was also just in the Watchmen series on HBO. That's right. Too. Yeah. So Mr. Glass. He's... No, Mr. Glass. Uh, really? Sorry, Are you really going to do Mr. this? Mr. Glass. That was from... I haven't seen the miniseries, so I can't even bail you out. <laughs> sorry. That was Samuel uh, Jackson with yeah, Mr. Glass. I know, Glass I know. With Bruce Willis Fuck. and those. What's his character God, in Watchmen? Look at it. I'm sorry. God damn it. <laughs> We just came back from putting the show on hold. I know that. I can't, we can't go right back, can we? We can, I guess. Fuck me. Oh, wait. Give me. I'm looking. This is the reason we put the show on hold so we don't have to sit here while you look at your phone. All right, please hold. Please remain on the line. A representative will assist you shortly. And we're back. Looking Glass. Ah, Looking, Looking Glass. Glass is the name Looking of his Glass. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. Looking he, he Glass. He wore a shiny mask. Yes, that's what they're telling me. And down, down on, <sighs> Sorry. Down on the fifth, I knew there was glass in it. Down on the fifth floor, our it. research department just sent that back up. Uh, <laughs> he does wear a shiny mask. So. Okay. Sorry. <sighs> Carry on. Actor Jonathan Jackson from Nashville is 38 years old today. And singer Eric Burden lead singer of war in the 70s and in the 60s, one of the biggest groups to come out in the 60s, The Animals. He is 79 years old today. As I looked for an Animals song to play in honor of his birthday, I thought with the, the uh, lockdown going on and the quarantine, there's no better song than this one. We gotta get out of this place If it's the last thing we ever do We gotta get out of this place Girl, there's a better life for me and you That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And before we say goodbye, we're going to check in with Banks Lee. Banks is our theme park correspondent. He talks about all things theme parky around the world. Hasn't had a lot to talk about lately because yeah. they've all been shut down. But as we mentioned earlier today, Shanghai Disneyland has reopened their doors. Tickets are sold out, by the I way. I would imagine. I would imagine. People are very eager to go back to uh, Disneyland. I think there. that would happen here, too. This is supposedly the uh, pilot for Disney to kind of get a feel of how they're going to go about yeah. reopening their parks. Banks has all the details. Here he is from Attractions Magazine, Banks Lee. Banks, I'm so glad we're having a chance to talk today because I saw over the weekend Shanghai Disneyland putting tickets on sale for their reopening, and they've already sold out the first couple of days. People can't wait to get back into the park. Yeah, it's the first Disney park worldwide to, to reopen uh, after all the closings began back even back in January, Shanghai closed back in January. So it's it's been several months, and there are a lot of eager people ready to get back to the park and escape reality a little bit. Yeah, I understand that, but I also am still concerned about mm -hmm. that many people being in one geographic location at the same time. And let's face it, the 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 virus is still active and out there and infecting people. What are they doing? in regards to precautions when it comes to reopening the park? 
Well, I'm very concerned about all that, too, for sure. Uh, and what they are doing uh, is kind of Disney's basic trial period to see if these kind of measurements are something they could spread to the parks worldwide. So what they're doing is they're opening with a limited attendance, which explains why they sold out so quickly. They're only I think it's about 20 or 25 percent capacity for the parks as opposed to the normal 100 percent capacity so i'm not sure the exact numbers but it's far far fewer than what you would see on a normal basis mm -hmm. they are requiring advanced ticketing and reservations so basically you can't just show up and buy a ticket you have to buy the tickets in advance and reserve a day and time for you to come visit the park um, also when you're in the park they're going to be accommodating uh, social distancing and cues they've put out signs throughout every single uh, attraction line saying, you know, don't stand here. So they have a visual representation of how far apart they need to stand from the other people in line. Uh, there's also going to be like that in restaurants with tables set apart. Ride vehicles are going to be sanitized and disinfected every cycle. So it's going to be it's going to be a, a learning curve for them. A lot of things they're going to have to do. A lot. Uh, it's going to take a long time to dispatch every ride vehicle. So they're going to clean every single time. They're even going to hand out gloves for a lot of the interactive attractions. They shared a video showing a lot of the cast members um, training and for their Buzz Lightyear interactive dark ride, they're going to be handing out gloves to guests before they board the vehicle so that they're not having to touch the, the guns with their bare hands. Right. But what about, I don't know, restroom situations or, you know, the, the, the food stands or things like that? It seems to me that even with all the precautions, you're still running a risk when you have that many people in a concentrated area. Agreed. And I think it's going to be they're going to probably they're, they're not forthcoming with every detail of what they're going to do. We're probably not going to know until we see reports from the park when it uh, reopens on the 11th. But they are going to be limiting you know, how many people can attend certain restaurants. Uh, they're probably going to be upping how many customers are cleaning restrooms between visits, like probably every 10, 15 minutes, so we're going to have someone do a clean sweep of a restroom. Mm -hmm. uh, kids play areas, theater shows, those are going to stay closed. So not everything will be open. Uh, so things that would gather a large group like a parade or a theater show uh, or the you know nighttime spectaculars, those will not be happening. They're going to have limited character interactions as well. You're not going to be able to go up and get close-up photos. They're just going to be appearing from far away, and they're going to have smaller fireworks displays at night that are not as grand as the usual shows. So they're definitely working on steps to try to give people what they expect at a Disney experience, but at the same time, not make, make sure that they don't gather in a large group while they're in the park. Right. Now, as you mentioned, this is Disney's sort of pilot program to see if this is feasible for their other parks around the world. Is there any talks in the corporation about a timetable of when they're thinking of maybe opening up additional parks. There, there is no timetable as of right now for any other park around the world. The closest that we're getting so far is they have announced that Disney Springs, which is our shopping district here in uh, Orlando, Florida, will be having a limited reopening phase beginning on May 20th. Uh, so some of the third-party shops, the ones that are not owned by Disney, they're going to start reopening with enhanced safety measures and cleaning procedures and all that sort of stuff. All the cast members and guests who visit Disney Springs will be required to wear face masks. So you won't even be able to go if you're not if you don't have a face mask. Mm. And they're going to have limited contact guest services. So that's the Disney Springs would be the first US Disney property to reopen this month, but that's all that we know right now. So they're just kind of taking things very very slowly and seeing how it goes. Well, look, I, I think all of us are ready to start living our lives again, but you know, we don't want it to be at the cost of a uh, spike in this virus or a lot of people getting sick. So let's hope maybe some of these provisions work. If we can have some sort of limited interaction in restaurants and stores and theme parks, then then maybe we can slowly start to, to crawl out of our caves. So I guess we just got to wait and see, right? Yeah, just we're just to see how things go. Um, we'll, I'll probably actually be out there at Disney Springs, if not on May twentieth, probably in the day or two, just to see how things are going. Because uh, you know, Attractions Magazine is my full time job, so we're going to be out there covering the news and and showcasing what happens while also 
being very safe ourselves and maintaining distancing and things like that. So I invite people if they want to follow us uh, at attractions on Twitter, we're going to we're going to post everything and showcase how Disney and other places are uh, ensuring guest safety during these uh, limited reopenings. Absolutely. And let's touch base again then, Banks, after you've been out there and we'll get a firsthand account of how things are going. But, but for God's sakes, be safe, OK? I will. I will, Ralph. Thank you so much. And we'll be talking to Banks, of course, more and more as more of these parks open up and we get to see the repercussions. Hopefully they do it in a safe, sane way. Maybe this can lead us back into enjoying ourselves again but i'm just hoping it doesn't backfire yeah. and we get a just we get a considerable spike in what's been happening. seems like this hasn't been long enough but. yeah we'll wait and see all right that's it for today's show kids thanks so much for joining us come on back tomorrow why not it's gonna be fun it's tuesday that means we take a look at one of your favorite tv theme songs on tv tunes tuesday also more of your phone calls more entertainment news and more of me and eddie pence Pretty much at each other's throats at this point. We're, we're getting a little cranky, I think, with this whole lockdown situation. And speaking of getting cranky, a lot of people have brought this up, and it's, again, my bad. I apologize. No one is more upset about this than I am. We have been a little hit and miss lately it's with our praise of Shizmu. All hail Shizmu. It is right to give him thanks and praise. So uh, thank, thank you for keep reminding me. Please, let's continue to bathe in the blood of Shizmu. Yes. For our own good. Ancient Egyptian god of wine and slaughter. We need him on our side. Come on back tomorrow. Meanwhile, take care of yourselves. Stay the fuck at home. Wash your hands. Look out for... The Take care of yourself and each other and come on back tomorrow because I love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>